Yo, it's Duff with the Cloud Chaser TV, man. We back up in this thing again, you dig? Hey, man, we got a very special guest online, man. Uh, Sammy O, a real live living legend, man. And we're going to get to him. We're going to give him his praises. We're going to understand his story. He got a book coming out. He's going to speak on that um, exactly the date and where you can find it at. So, man, stay tuned, man. Let's get to it, man. It's Duff with the Cloud Chaser TV, man. Appreciate you um, tuning in. You dig? Sammy O, man. How you doing, my brother? How you doing, family? I'm doing good. I'm blessed. Yes, sir. Yes, sir, man. So, like, a lot of people, like, just, just to give them a quick rundown on you, you know, um, like, where they can find you at, you know what I'm saying, like, via social media. So, you know, when this go out worldwide, they'll know where they can always find you at. You feel me? Yeah. Let them know. I'm on Harlem's own Samuel on the gram, and that's it, you know. And I'm on OG Samio on the gram. I don't have no other social media platforms right now. No, I got you. I got you, man. Man, let's talk about it, man. You made millions of dollars, man. Millions of dollars from nothing, like coming from nothing, man. Uh, I know in your book you're going to talk about how, you know, um, Used to be the kid with the glasses, the tape around the glasses, the shoes, yeah. you know, busted up, you know, yeah. things of that nature. You know, a lot of times when people see these people on the streets, they feel like, you know, these are the the um, forgotten. These people won't end up amounting to anything. But um, you came a long way, man. And let's talk about it. Like, even before, you know, these millions of dollars, man, Um, you know, you was incarcerated, right? Right. Right. Can you talk about like, you know, just give them a briefing on like, um, you know, you going through incarceration. Was it uh, difficult during that time? You know, you having, you know, not having no not much finance. So I'm sure your family didn't have much finances to send you. Was it difficult during them times? No, because you adjust. I mean, you adjust to your situation. And before I cut you up, look, let me cut. I'm sorry. Um, Can you tell them like what year? What year are we speaking on? We're speaking on 1980 to 84. Okay. I was away. But um, before that, I just want to go back before that. Like, it was, you know, when you grow up with nothing and everybody, like, underestimate the kid with the big glasses. And, you know, I, I grew up with all the, the jokes, Mr. Magoo, and I had all these bumps on my face and, you know, just, you know, holes in my sneakers. But I was a sponge. I was taking everything in. To see how the, all the other fellas around me was handling their business, so I, 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 you know, my rules was always, you know, I had to learn the do's, the don'ts, and the bed knots. So, and that's how I, I tempered my life after that. But I was a sponge. I was taking because I was like telling them, "Yo, put me in, coach. I can play. Put me in." But nobody never believed and gave me that shot. So when I went to the penitentiary, I grew up in the penitentiary. So by growing up in the penitentiary, they, you know, I don't wish that on nobody, but if you got to be there, you might as well take advantage of it. So I, I changed my whole style around, you know, like I was the weak, the weak link in the, in the clique, but now I'm somebody, I'm somebody in the penitentiary. And when you can lead men, that's a special gift. Everybody don't have that gift to have other men follow you. So when you got that gift, Either you do good with it or bad with it. And I was always 
focus on the, the like I know how I was bullied. So I said I'll never take advantage of it, of the situation once I'm in power. Because right. I always believed that I was gonna be in power. And I hate bullies. I hate bullies. Mm-hmm. You know, and I hate motherfuckers that put somebody else down when they getting a couple dollars. Just be blessed that you getting a couple of dollars. Who the fuck make you better than him? Because you got two dollars? You know, I never understood that. Right. You know what I'm saying it was it was an incident, not the not the skip past the jail thing, but it's an incident when I got my first Mercedes, and uh, a, a dude I grew up with, he was he was down on his luck, he was stinking, dopeine, everything, and I put him in my car, took him to get something to eat, took him to buy some clothes and all that. Niggas say, yo, how you gonna put that nigga in your bins and all that? I see that's the difference between Samuel and y'all. It's only a car. Mm-hmm. He's more valuable to me than a car. See, I don't, you know, because who to me, who am I to judge when my mother was a dauphine? Right. And I ain't like nobody judging her. You know what I'm saying? So that's some, that's the principles and things I grew up with, and I and I instilled in my crew as as it went on. But anyway, getting back to the prison system, it's like, you know, I went through wars. You know, you gotta. There's nowhere to run, so you got to deal with all your problems head on. You can't run to mommy now. You can't run to your block and all that. So you got to establish yourself to a point where, you know, you're not to be fucked with, and everybody know who to go to God. Because I want to know who's running the kitchen, who's running. I mean, the mess hall, who's running the barber shop, who's running the state shop. I need to know these things. Cause I want to talk to the people that's in power. I don't want to talk to the middleman. So I learned all that in jail, and that's the same things I brought home with me, and that's how I was gonna uh, attack the streets when I got home. Got you, got you. So then you come home. What is it, like eighty five? You coming home like eighty five? No, I came home eighty four. Eighty four. In eighty four, November eighty four. So like, was you scared to like like what not? Want to say scared, but like, um, was it any sort of fear when you came home that like, damn, I can't like I gotta jump in this game, but it's a chance that I can go right back. No, not actually. When I came home, I was messing with a CO broad that was locked up with me. Like I was locked up with, and she like, she looked out. My man, I met my uh, my my first wife. I mean, my first main girl through my with a homeboy of mine and lock was locked up and I met her on a visit. So I came home to that. My aunt ain't had too much, but I got paroled to her house. Mm-hmm. So, you know, after a while, you know, me and my aunt couldn't see eye to eye. Like I like I'm not the little kid that left here. You know, you can't talk to me like that. My aunt was an alcoholic, but she was a a functional alcoholic and you know, a lovely lady, but she ain't not a deal with men now like i'm a man now you can't talk to me like that you can't you can't carry me like that so before i got disrespected to my aunt the only lady that really loved me in life i said i gotta leave so i left and i started living with this girl named janine and uh at our mother house it was was cool the honeymoon was cool at first then uh like Four or five months, her mother was like, "Yo, you got to get a job. You got to do something." So she hooked me up with somebody that worked in the gas station. I pumped gas for about a week. I couldn't do that. I quit. So, you know, a mother was like, "Aggie, like, how can you quit? I got you this job. How can you do that?" 
Mm-hmm. You know, I can't walk around my house naked the way I want. Boom, boom. So she's telling her daughter, yo, this nigga got to leave. So she actually put me out. Mm-hmm. So I know the feeling of getting put out. Like that nigga never want to go through that feeling right there, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So Mary, my mother, my god, my aunt, the one that raised me, she said, you always got a home here. So I went back to Mary's house and I was walking down the, you know, Mary had a thing because her husband, he got up every morning and went to work. And she said, my husband got to get up and go to work. Everybody in this motherfucking house got to get up and go to work. Mm-hmm. So she woke me up like seven o'clock in the morning, and uh, I was walking out Seventh Avenue in Harlem, cause I'm born and raised in Harlem. Harlem Hospital through and through. I'm I'm Harlem all the way out. But anyway, make a long story short, my man Slim, you know Slim like raised me. He was older than me. My it was my godfather lieutenant, so he had just bought the store for my godfather, and he told me he was um he had some crates. He was carrying them in the store. So I told him, I said, yo, he said, grab, he said, grab a crate, boy. That's how he talked. Grab a crate, boy, and take him to the back of the store. So I took the crate to the back of the store. This is the first time that I ever saw cracks. He went in the refrigerator and he said, boy, I don't know what the fuck this shit is, but this shit got people going crazy. So I was like, what? He said, yeah. I said, Sam, I'm broke as a motherfucker. He said, I got I to gotta open it on the spot. The cracks was going for $20 back then. And he said, I'm going to give it to you for $17. And then you're going to make $3 of everyone you sold. And I, mm. had from 12 to, I had from 12 to 12. So I took it. And the first night, I made $5,000 profit. Wow. I, yeah, I sold like 1,700 cracks that night. I was like, oh, my, I was hooked. That was it. Yeah. It was over. It was over after that. You know what I'm saying? But the the honeymoon with me and Slim ain't last long because um I I was stashing my my cracks in an apartment and I had a room and I had the lock on the room and somebody was stealing my cracks and, and changing them, not stealing them, taking the real cracks and putting dummies in it. And I ain't know who was doing it. Cause I'll say it gotta be the nigga that I got working for me but in the in the door. Or it gotta be you, Slim. He said, nigga, I ain't put that shit in there. But mm. come to find out later, because it was an old house, the door, it had a door, but it had a window on top. And the nigga was cleaning the window, even though I had the lock on the door, but I ain't had a lock to lock the window on top. And the crackhead nigga was climbing on top of it. And jumping down and switching my workout. <laughs> Word. I said, yo, these niggas is, yo. Yeah, yo, vicious, right? What? Yeah, vicious. go there, right? <laughs> what? Yo, vicious. For real. So Slim cut me off. Slim cut me off. Slim cut me off. He's like, and that shit hurt my heart. Like, Slim, I would never steal from you. Mm-hmm. You the one put me on. He's like, nah, nigga, even you smoking. Uh, you know, are you doing something? Are you trying to? Are you trying to punk me and take right. me to work like that? And so it, we went our own way, but later on, like I wasn't doing nothing. Like I met this girl named Tangi, and I saw her staying at her house on Hundred and Saint Nick. So, to make a long story short, her brother-in-law was a kid named Lamont, and we became cool. 
And I told Lamar, I said, yo, we're going to get some money, man. And me and Lamar hung out every day, every day, every day, every day. Mm -hmm. every day. So um, it was a girl named Robin. She had moved to a welfare hotel. She had got kicked out of a block where I was from, 11th Street. She had got kicked. Yeah, y'all hit that like button and subscribe. Stuff with the Cloud Chaser TV. Bitch, the connection is tapping out. We'll be right back in, people. Salute, fam. Salute. What's going on, man? So, can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you now. Yeah, I just, I just lost you for a minute. Yeah. Yep. But you said but that anyway, you was coming. You, you was coming out the. Um, you said you went to go stay with the female. Yeah, Tanya. Yeah. And I and I got cool with a a, a, a brother-in-law Lamar. And y'all was hanging out every day. Every day, every day. And I told him, I said, "We gonna get some money. Just be easy. I'm gonna get some work." But anyway, to make a long story, and I ran into this girl named Robin. She just had got put out on her loving street, and she was staying downtown at the Welfare Hotel. And she was like, yo, you need to come down here. Yo, these crackheads, is, yo, ain't nothing but crackheads in the building. You know what I'm saying? They spending their money crazy. I was like, all right, I'm coming. She said, no, come down there. I said, yo, I'll be down there. I don't want to come down there because I don't got no work right now. Mm -hmm. I got to track down some work. So I went to my cousin. My cousin said, Yo, I ain't got no, I ain't got no coke. But I'm gonna introduce you to somebody that got coke. Then he introduced me to this kid. The niggas playing games with me. But he became fair as well. But when I first when like when you first trying to get put on motherfuckers, he's gonna put you through the mail and like, you know, is he gonna run off or he gonna so if somebody don't believe Hello? Yeah, I can hear you said somebody gonna put you through the ringer. Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? Can you hear me? Yo. Hello? Y'all hit that like button. Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah. Yeah, somebody's trying to put you on. They're going to put you. I hear you now. Yeah, I hear you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Keep going. Yeah, I hear you. Can you hear, can you hear me? Yeah. Hello? Yes, I can hear you. Hello? I hear yes. you. you hear me? Yes. Yes. Can you hear me? You hear me? Yes. I can hear you. Steph with the Cloud okay. Chester TV. Anyway, they're going to put you through. Hello? Yes. Okay. So anyway, we got close and I was trying to search down some work and he, he introduced me to this guy named Quarterfield. And Quarterfield was up and coming too. So we like we was like peanut butter and jelly. You know, he needed a good worker and I needed some work. And that's how we began our bond. 
So how long, like when the time frame came, how long with the time frame, how long did it, um, it take you just to become a millionaire? Like from that start when you got out to then, how long did it take for you to become a millionaire? Was it a year? Was it two years? It's definitely the Cloud Chaser TV, man. We back up in this thing again. You dig? Oh, yeah. Y'all hit that like button. That subscribe, man. Yeah, you getting closer to the Wi-Fi? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Hello? People, give me one second. Hello? Let me um fix this audio issue. Give us a second here to uh, fix this audio I issue. I hear you now. You hear me? I lost you about five minutes. Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you like how long okay. did it how long did it take for you from like time frame? How long did it take for you? Like was it one year, two years to you to become a millionaire? How long? Yeah. 87, I got I made my first million. In 80, so like about um two, three years, three years? Two years, two years. Two years. So now you're a millionaire, like um in Harlem is known for fashion, right? And right. um like during that time frame, you had people like Dapper Dan, and I'm pretty sure it was other people, you know, uh, with that fashion. But uh, can you explain? Was you dealing with Dapper Dan or someone um, in Harlem no, that was designing I, your I clothes? Was, yeah, I was dealing with. Um, actually, I was going to AJ Lester's. AJ Lester's was a, a, a store that you know you had to be gropped up to go downstairs and all that to get clothes. Well, everybody from that era know about AJ Lessers. But after AJ Lessers became the dude, um, Guy Woods from 5001 Flavors, he was like the first one to dress me like, you know, you know, if you want to stay fly, you got to see Guy. You right. know what I'm saying? So, and was you know that, what, what is it expensive? Like, was it like, uh, considered like what people do with the Louis and, uh, you know, oh, the yeah, Gucci yeah. and all that? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, your paper had to be up to go see God. Because he going to make you, you know, whatever whatever you can imagine, he can make. Gotcha. So, so he's definitely, you know, like everything like everything I wear from my shirts to my pants, my, like I tell him, y'all want a sheepskin coat? He going to make it. Like, you can't find a sheepskin, but you tell God, he going to make it for you. Right. So until this day, right now, five thousand one flavors. You can Google them; he's hot. Me, they don't. They, you know, Dap is the you know, Dap is the man, but Guy's the man too. So it depends. You know, it's like apples and oranges. No, I got you, got you, got you. I was, you know? yeah. So like when it came to, um, you know, um, we gonna talk about, you know, it was a guy, you know, in Harlem too. You know, it was a couple of guys. You know, Rich Porter, Alpo. Um, did you know Rich Porter? Yes, I knew Rich very well. How did you uh like how did you first meet him and what was your relationship? Cause Rich Rich was like 
Rich was like one of the first young niggas like was getting money. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? We was about the same age, but Rich was getting money for a long time. Like before I even thought about getting money. And while I was away, Rich was getting money. You know what I'm saying? So when I when I when I linked up with Rich, we became cool because I started getting money. See in Harlem, once you establish yourself, you know, the kings start meeting the kings. You know what I'm saying? You might Rich might block might be 32nd Street, but my block was 43rd Street, 11th Street, whatever. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And you know, so it's like paying homage. You know, we ain't never had to do nothing together to pay homage. You know what I'm saying? That's what we did. You right. know what I'm saying? You get money, I'm getting money, just respect. You know, we respect each other. But yeah, but Rich, but you know, I went to a couple of times, I went to Rich to get some, you know, because Rich had the low for the low, low. You know what I'm saying? And I mm-hmm. made a couple of moves with Rich, you know, and we was cool. We was cool. We was cool. I got you. We was cool. You know? And, uh, and w- when it came to um, Alpo, uh, what was your, like, how did you first meet Alpo and what was your relationship like with him? I, you know, I know, like, we, I was cool with Al, too. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Al was a good dude. Like, I know what he going through, nigga, six stitches, but this before all of that. You know, when I came home, Alpo was the only one that got in his, went in his pocket and gave me $3,000 in the steakhouse on 86th Street and 3rd mm-hmm. Avenue. You know what I'm saying? Nobody else did that. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I just got a different relationship. Niggas say he a ratty rat, but he wasn't that with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? A lot of niggas do other shit, you know, worse than that. You know what I'm saying? I but I'm not here to judge. I'm not here. But Al, me and Alpo used to gamble against each other all the time. So that's how we became real, real cool. And I, and I stopped gambling against that motherfucker because he used to whoop my ass all the time. Alpo used to crack my ass, me. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So, but yeah, good dude. Falls with me. I, I can't speak for nobody else, man. And um, like with Alpo, a lot like um, I had an interview with someone on my um network before, and um, you know, um, Zeke Black, they basically was saying that how, you know, Alpo, even though people know him for being a big time um drug dealer, but he also like a lot of his cars and a lot of his money came from gambling. Um, is it any truth yeah. to that? Yeah, I, I'm telling you, Al was lucky, man. Al's a lucky dude, man. I mean, he shoot them days because Al has no fear. You know what I'm saying? Knowing Al, you know, he has no fear. He would stop your bank. Your bank would be 20, 30,000. Stop it. You know what I'm saying? So, mm-hmm. you know, he getting a lot of money. He don't care. No, he, he is stopping until all that money is gone. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't know how many times he lost, but I know every time I played against him, I fucking lost. <laughs> so you say every time you play against him, you lost. <laughs> yeah, I lost. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, he was that good though, huh? Yeah, yeah. Because you know, you don't have no fear. And how they you do like no with fear. the bikes, like they just had a recent uh situation. Um, you know, I'm gonna jump back to what we was just at, but they just had a recent situation with Alpo where he was out in Harlem on the um on the dirt bikes. Is that like something that y'all used to do back then? Like yeah, the same, yeah. the same like rode, type of setup. Yeah, but I never rode, but he was doing that back then. But you know, not to keep speaking on Al, but I don't gotta iterate that. Rich and Al, like I love both of them the same. Like, you know what I'm saying? I have mad love for them. You know what I'm saying? Whatever 
between them, that's between them. So I try to stay out of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't have a side of which one. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a side. You know what I'm saying? I just want to clear. I knew both of them. And mm-hmm. both of them was good to me. So that's all I could go on. I can't go on nothing else, man. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I'm my own man. I make my own decisions. You can't tell me, oh, you shouldn't talk to this nigga. You shouldn't talk to that nigga. All right. I shouldn't talk to him. But when I when I was fucked up and I needed some money or something, ain't none of you niggas give me nothing. So why mm-hmm. would I take advice from a motherfucker that ain't doing nothing for me? Well, my mortgage is due every first of the month. You ain't giving me no motherfucking money. Fact. So I, I, I don't understand. It's like, come on. I be telling my man up, make your own decisions in life, B. I'm not a follower. I've never been a follower. You know no. what I'm saying? I'm yeah. my own boss. I'm my own man. I'm a man's man. I set the I set the trends. But you know what I'm saying? But like like I said, I don't take sides. I got love for both of them. So, you know, if motherfuckers don't like that, I, I, I don't know what to sell them. That's dope. No, I, I, I respect I ain't that. got nothing to do with that. You know, I, don't got, I don't got nothing to do with that. You know what I'm saying? I only can have a relationship with people. I only can love the people that love me, man. I don't got time to run around. Oh, don't fuck with this nigga. Fuck with me. Who the fuck make me the judge and jury? Like, niggas did more foul shit. Like, I don't like niggas that stick niggas up. Right. I don't like them niggas. Nigga hustle and get some money. Mm. You know what I'm saying? It's all right. kind of likes and don't likes about them criminal. So, I don't know. Oh, nigga know the rules of the game and nigga don't... Yeah, okay. That's what right. I tell people. I tell people like that. They real might not be my real. You know what I mean? Right. So, right. my real might not be your same real. You feel me? Right. And that's what that's what a lot of people need to understand that um you know it's more variables than just what the eyes meet, you feel me? Right. But um going right. into going into it though, like when you going like we still we we still going like now we like 88. And um, you know, I think it was a famous story that you had with um Kevin Childs, right? Was it like 88? What happened? With with Kevin Childs. 88. Yeah. Can you tell yeah. us that story that rundown? Because I got a, a couple of questions after you tell me the story because it was a like from your last interview, it was a big um topic of discussion when it came to Kevin Child's Dun Diva. Right. The, the, the yeah. What happened in eighty eight? Yeah, what what Kevin. happened in eighty eight in the, at the store? Okay. What happened with eighty eight at the store? Me and me and Kevin Man had a beef. It wasn't even a beef. It was a well oh, broad. Like he was trying to fuck one of my broads, and I don't care. You trying to fuck my broad? If she want to fuck you, she want to fuck you. But why would you shit on my name to get some pussy? That was the whole beef. Like homie, if you want to talk to the broad, talk to the broad, B. Don't shit on me to, to get points to try to the fuck her. Mm. And that was the whole beef. You know what I'm saying? So when I went to Al B, his man, and I see Al, you know, because me and Al used to be kind of cool because we used to gamble together. He used to come to SNS and gamble all the time. You know what I'm saying? So I'm like, Al, did you say that about me? But to Gina, like, he's in. Then he said something. He mumbled something. I said, Al, did you really say that? He said, yeah. And the anger for me, just, yeah, I just exploded. Like, I hit him so hard and knocked him out. Then, you know, he woke up. And like I said, when I, when he woke up, it was like 300 niggas was coming through the door. 
So Al, Al Pope passed me a gun. The kid, um, big Fat Anthony passed me a gun. And you said Rich Al Pope, Fat Anthony, and Rich. Rich Porter was there, yeah. Mm -hmm. But Fat Anthony and and um, gun. I mean, Al Pope passed me a gun. Then. When the niggas was coming through the door, he said, yo, I'ma handle this. Post I'ma handle this. And push me out the door. He said, I don't like these Bronx niggas anyway. And push me out the door. Mm -hmm. So I just had bought a new whip. So them niggas ain't know what kind of whip I was in. So I just drove right past the niggas. Because <laughs> I had the dark tenant window, so they ain't know it was me. So I drove back and I went home. And my godfather came. And I talked to him on the phone. He said, yo, wherever you at, just stay there for a minute. Let me get this beef squash. You know, and I'll take care. Just stay low for a minute. So they must be watching the burger stand where he was at. So one day went by, two days went by, three days went by. So I'm tired of sitting in the house. And I'm not one a nigga to run. I'm not, I'm, you know, if you're looking for me, now I'm looking for you. That's the mentality I had. Mm-hmm. So I went and got my cousin Glazed and I'm from Brooklyn because my boys from 7th Avenue and them, they just got busted. So my whole crew just got locked up. So I had to go to Brooklyn. And the only reason I went to Brooklyn, it wasn't that I was scared. It was like, just watch my back while I handle this nigga. Because when I was scared, I wouldn't have knocked him out in the first time. Right. You know what I'm saying? So, I, you know, so my cousin went and got the shooters. Yeah, he, he told two dudes to come with us plus him. And then I had my cousin. I forgot about my cousin Raymond. But the reason I forgot about my cousin Raymond, because when we just, anyway, I get to that faggot anyway. But anyway, uh, we go in the store. I told him what happened. I see you new boom, boom, boom. So I go, I Kev, I see your Kev, where your man at? He said, what are you talking about? I said, your man. Because Kev was right on the wall when I knocked him out. He's standing right next to him. Mm -hmm. So I knew that was his man. So I, I, I said, oh, let me go to the boss. He the boss. He got in front of the store, say, boss sneakers. So you must be the boss. So I go see Kev. And I say, yo, what's up with your man? I need to see your man, B. Oh, boom, boom. So somebody else in the store. And he was like, yo, what the fuck, that nigga? Oh, calm down, homeboy. So my cousin, the diffuser situation, he started ordering T-shirts and all this other type of shit. Yo, fuck that. What happened, man? Where your man at? So I'm getting antsy. So both of my mans got texts on them. I got the Glock. You know what I'm saying? I don't know what Glaze, but he had some crazy shit on him. So I'm saying, yo, what's up with your man, B? This, yeah, if it ain't your problem, just get your man up. So he said, yo, he on, he on 167 for Clay. Mm -hmm. He gave him right up. It wasn't no, yo, fuck that. What you looking for my man for? And, it wasn't none of that. Yo, he on 167th for Clay, you know. So we went up there and went, you know, Glaze jumped out first, and then we I jumped out. Then I had my cousin Raymond with him. This now Clay's on the on the down end of the hill. He always on the on the top of the hill. And he got a 45 on him. What the fuck is you doing all the way on top of the hill? Oh, I'm looking out for the police. Nigga, I don't need to look out for the police. You're supposed to be down here with me. Yeah. But anyway. And you did say Glaze, Brian Glaze, right? You talking about your cousin Brian Glaze Gibbs, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, correct. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him. So he said, "Yo," he started talking to him. You know, he said, "Yo, how can I squash this beef?" 
You know what I'm saying? Cause y'all ain't gonna let you do nothing to my cousin. And yo, know, and my cousin, um, you know what I'm saying? Just tell me what you need what's to do to squash me. He said, What would you do? He said, But I'm not you. So what what are you gonna do? Right. So he said, yo, they pay for my glasses. So Glaze went in his pocket, gave him five one hundred dollar bills, and he told me, You you got any beef, anything, anything, you need work, you need anything, come see me. I'm Glaze Brian Gibbs. I'm in motherfucking Cypress Projects. And that was basically the conversation. And when we pulled off. Gotcha. But since you, since that story came out, um, you have had um um Oz from Dun Diva. He has responded and basically said that the um from what he know from the events that took place is it went that you was running away or something, and then he alluded that you ran to um go get your cousins from Brooklyn, and that was the only reason why. And then uh, when it came to Kevin Childs, I believe he was saying some things along the lines about um rats and rats. I don't I don't know exactly, but I'm sure you heard about it. Um can you can you explain, can you respond to any any of this this stuff that was coming out after that last interview? Yeah. When far, you spoke on that? No, no. Far as I never even heard, but anyway, far as Oz, that coward who little Kevin, that my mom, that's who little Kevin? Because mm-hmm. he must be speaking up for Kevin. Yeah, Kevin, we call him little Kevin. Okay. Tempo peace, man. Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. Huh? Yeah, I can I can hear you. Yeah, little Kevin. Let me tell you something, you fucking coward. You was in fucking um Fort Dix with all my peoples. You was a bitch. You know what I'm saying? And I'm telling you right here, you was a bitch. You was in you was in you was in you was in Fort Dix. You was a fucking a runner, nigga. You was a nobody. And I don't know where the fuck you get all these heart when you want to deal with men. You better stay in your motherfucking place, coward. And you don't know who you even dealing with, you fucking faggot. You talking that shit, and Cam ain't saying nothing. You mm-hmm. talking for Cam. Right. And, and you wasn't even there, you fucking faggot. So get your fucking facts straight. Everything I said is, you can fact my shit, nigga. You know what I'm saying? The only yeah. reason that, I, that I'd address the situation because my cousin Glaze did a video and he was talking about Al B, but he was calling the nigga World. And I see, yo, the nigga name wasn't World. You know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? That's how that's how the whole conversation came up. It wasn't nothing against Cav. The beef wasn't with Cav. It was right. with my cousin putting out shit. It wasn't, if it ain't fact, I don't like it to be put it out. No, I understand that. Hello? Yeah, no, I can hear you. I understand that. I understand that. So, like, yeah. um, yeah, I can hear you. Hello? Yeah. It's definitely the Cloud Chaser TV, man. Y'all hit that like button, man. For the culture, peace, info, man. Salute, fam. Po Mafia, yeah, okay. I see you. Yeah. Can you hear me? Janelle Sanchez. Burn dog, what's happening? One main TV. Yeah, I hear you. Yeah. So like when the, yeah, I can hear you. Can you hear me? Hello? Yes. Okay. What was that? With that coward nigga Oz, whoever is fuck that nigga.
eyes. Every eyes. Hello, you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Yeah, if you hear me, eyes, my brother Biz said, you know what it is. And I know you know Biz. So y'all was in Fort Dix together. So before you start getting on motherfucking social media and and act like you rustling, ruffling your feathers and all that, stay, stay in your place, B. Because when it come your way, you, you ain't gonna want that. You talking about you scared of smoke and all that. You fucking faggot. You, I don't think you never shot a gun, nigga. Right. Because you wasn't busting, you wasn't busting no shanks or nothing in the motherfucking Fort Dix. And my, all my people was just there. And I know you know Biz, right? Because Biz told me to tell you hello, you fucking coward. All right. What else? Yeah. And um, so like when it came, like Oz also said that um he said that Kevin Childs, he pretty much made more money than Nikki Barnes and Alpo, you know, and um the rest of you guys. Is it any truth to that? Did you hear me? Hello? Yeah, did you hear me? Can you hear me? Hello? Yeah, can you hear me? Yo, it's definitely the Cloud Chaser TV. We're back up in this thing again, man. Y'all hit that like button. Y'all subscribe right now, man. Live in the flesh, yeah. man. Interview. Yeah, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you now. Yeah, so you said like I said that Kevin Childs um pretty much made more money than Nikki Barnes and um Alpo and you, you know, combined. Is there any truth to that? Oh my god. Cause I wasn't counting as money. You know what I'm saying? Only thing that I that I got something, you know, to talk about is when he said he was running Harlem. Right. I want to know who the fuck was he running. Cause he wasn't running me. He wasn't running bully. He wasn't running all the major players. Like, who was you running? And how was you running Harlem? That's the question that is up for debate. I want to know about that. Who was you running? You getting a couple of dollars, faggot, and that's it. But all that running shit, and you're not even from Harlem. You from mm. the fucking Bronx. You know what I'm saying? So you know we let motherfuckers into Harlem. And then they just get cocky with it. Because brothers from Harlem, all we want to do is get money. Dress, fly, fuck the bitches. But we can get on our on our bullshit too. But she said, but my, my model always been, if it don't make money, it don't make sense. So you know what I'm saying? The killer nigga for, for trying to be flamboyant, that, that's a sign of hating. So let a nigga talk. Let a nigga talk. Ah, we don't care about none of that. Because mm -hmm. the real niggas know. But I had to come forward and tell it wasn't like that. Homie wasn't running nothing. Homie wasn't running nothing. And he, he might have two or three niggas he was hating. Okay. Okay, but far as running Harlem, stop yeah. it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. So. And, um, like, um, you know, Kevin, Kevin Childs, he has his opinion about rats as well as, um, you know, he spoke about AZ on the B139 recently. Um, 
like how you feel about the way he feel when it comes to rats like he you know um i know you told me a story behind the scenes um yeah i mean i mean he go at rats okay yeah listen you're supposed to go at rats but i mean that's 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 you that's right but you you said that he had rat behavior himself though right yeah because when 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 um one of the witnesses that killed his mom, God bless his dad, Mary, she rests, in, rests in peace. But he was taking homegirl to court every day mm. to make sure he testified against Tom. So what is that? Is that a rat? Right. If you taking a witness, debate. if you taking witness to court every day to testify against a guy that killed your mother instead of handling your business yourself, what is that? Right. What is that? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So you want to pass judgment on somebody, you know, stop throwing stones if you live in a fucking glass house. And motherfuckers say, oh, I ain't rat. I ain't rat. I ain't do this. Motherfucker, you ain't supposed to do that. All right. You act like it's an honor, a badge of honor. You ain't supposed to tell us. Well, if you know what you're doing and you go down, go down, fall on the sword by yourself. Oh, I ain't a rat. Okay. Yeah, you ain't a rat because you ain't get busted with nobody but yourself. Right. You know what I'm saying? But, you know, I, I, I don't see the reason I don't pass judgment and I don't get caught up in that. Like I said, I ain't like nobody when it's just to me. Like I said, my mother's a dope fiend. And I would hate for somebody to be judging my mom like a dope free motherfucker. This, 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 you know, that shit used to hurt me when I was little. Mm-hmm. So I don't pass judgment. I don't do that. And who is I to pass judgment? I'm not the judge, the jury, and none of that. And at the end of the day, you pass the judgment and, and on this person for what? What are you getting out of it? If you think you're bigger than somebody else, what are you getting out of it? Yeah. You know, that's 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 be my whole business. These niggas kill me, man. Like they so fucking better than everybody else. Get money, motherfuckers, and be happy. We in a struggle. They trying to eliminate black people. We in mm-hmm. a fucking struggle, B. Facts. And you worrying about who's ratting and who's this and who. nigga, find something else to do, man. Mm-hmm. You know, and just like when I started getting money, I was real bitter. And my godfather said, nigga, if you ain't got nothing to live for, find something to die for. Mm. You know right. what I'm saying? So right. that's how I live my life, B. You know what I'm saying? Come on, man. What the fuck I got? How the fuck I'm worrying about another nigga trying to count another nigga money? Nigga, I need to worry about how to pay my mortgage. The fuck I need to worry about how he doing this. So, and that's, that's just me. That's just my personal opinion. No, I respect that. I respect that. I respect yeah. that. And um, let me let me hold on. I got it. Oh yeah, so like when it came to you know you got money, you you ain't had money a long time, right? And um, I want to ask you like like during that time frame that you know uh, Damon Dash. Yeah, I knew no, I knew of Damon Dash. I knew, I met him. I mm-hmm. met Damon later on, later on, but I never knew him personally then. But I knew I met him through my uh, my people's Noriega and Capone. He had came down to the studio one time, and plus we was living in um the same building in Jersey at the Carlisle. Mm-hmm. 
So some white some white lady called. Also, y'all was neighbors. So you was getting you, yeah. like so you, even when Dame Dash was in the record industry, you was still living like next door to these people. That's the right. type of money that yeah, wow. Right, yeah, yeah. Right. Right. So who's still living in the building? It was, it was a lot of people lived in that building, like Damon, the doctor nigga Oz, the senator of New Jersey. You know, you, you had to be, you know, your, your paper had to be up to live in that joint. So, but anyway, Dame, Dame was on the um, the committee, the, um, whatever that committee they have in them fucking buildings. So my baby mother's at the pool and this white lady had called my son a monkey. Right. She said, she asked my baby mother, "Do you own your apartment or do you rent?" Wow. My baby mother said, "What the fuck? What's the difference? What's the difference? What the fuck is the difference? I'm here at the same pool you at." Right. You know what I'm saying? And so she said, "You fucking monkey," and, and walked away. And I wasn't there at the time, so Dame was a, a part of the board. So I went to Dame. And Dame was like, he was a part of the home association with the community right. of the building, right? Mm-hmm. Right. So I went to Dame because I Dame Dame from the hood, yo. I know Dame, and Dame got on some white shit on me. Like, what I what do I supposed to do about this? <laughs> what do, What do you want me to do? Not Not Dame. Not Dame. Like Dame. <laughs> yo, what the <laughs> fuck? That shit fucked me up. Right. I said, okay, I, 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 I know I know what I'm dealing with now. Then the next time I met Dane, we was at the studio, and he came down there with Mariah Carey. Mm-hmm. Mariah Carey is a Mariah Carey? sweetheart, man. Yeah, Mariah legend. Carey. Salute the legend. Yeah. Mariah Carey. Yeah, salute her. Yo. She had the cup in her hand, a plastic cup. They were drinking champagne at the cup. And she was like, I'm regular. She had the, 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 the baseball cap down, and she was just chilling, like, down the earth like a motherfucker, man. Like it surprised me. And Dame, you know, he, he was just staying offish. So, and that's the only two encounters I ever had with Dame Dash. Right. Okay. Okay. So, got you. Got you. That's man. So, wow, that's crazy, Dame Dash. And uh, yeah. Let me see. Make sure that I got that. Okay, so like when it when it comes to the book, man, let's talk about the book, man. Let's get to it because we don't want to give them everything, goddamn. You gotta right, read it, right. shit, shit. Yeah, yeah, Come on now, this, yeah. these, y'all see, y'all already been watching, and this is a whole movie. And you see, we yeah. just talking, just the t- you know what I mean. He's just giving us a little rundown yeah. on a few stories. So y'all definitely need to go um check out his book. Um, can you tell them the name of your book and um exactly when that book is gonna come out? And the you know what what inspired you to write the book? You feel me? Yeah, because I wanted to write my own story. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody get, you know, they get, they doing movies on Nicky Bonds, this one, that one, but they dead. You know what I'm saying? I, I'm alive. I want to write my own story. You're not going, you can't tell a story about me better than me. Right. So, you know, that's why I wanted, and I wanted to keep it all the way 100. You know what I'm saying? It's the reason why people get into the game. Everybody don't get into the game for fame. I got into the game for survival because that's all was left for me to get into. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? When you got felonies and you got this, motherfuckers say, oh, won't you go get a job at uh, delivery, be a delivery? Won't you go get a fucking job in delivery? The fuck out of here. I want to feed my family like you feed yours. 
You know what I'm saying? You got millionaire motherfuckers talking about, oh, the crime is high because they selling drugs and, well, give me a Fortune 500 job. But I bet I can ace it. But you're not giving me the opportunity. So what do they want people to do? Right. What? You know, but when, when you know better, you do better. But as I got older, I know better now. Now I'm out the game. I'm, I'm, I'm done. But I had to learn. But now it's time for me to tell my story. The, the way it really happened. Not no fiction shit. This is how it really happened. See, the book, they can water, they can water down the movie, but they can't water down the book. Yeah, so no, absolutely. Once, right, because once it's on paper, that's what, that is what it is. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah. But the reason I name it the making of a legend, because I can't make myself a legend. The people got to make me a legend. Mm. That's, you feel I like that. Yeah, I absolutely. Like, that makes a lot of sense. And yeah. So you yeah. even though, like, let me ask you a question, though. So you having all this money and all this success for year after year, and you still manage to stay humble, even when you like, like you say that, like, sometimes um, people might not um, treat you the same way you treat others. Um, how did you stay humble through all this, man? Like, what was it? Because I had, cause I had a plan. A man to fail, a plan, plan to fail. Hmm. So I had a plan. You got to go into anything you do in life with a plan. And I refuse to be one of them assholes. I refuse to be a motherfucker like, like fucking Donald Trump because he's the president. That don't make him a smart motherfucker. And that's how they do it with the motherfucking kids. As soon as they get $2, all of a sudden, he's the smartest motherfucker in the world. He was a dummy two days ago. Now, how all of a sudden he got all the answers now? Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like the blind leading the blind. And I felt uh, I refused to fall into that pattern. You know what I'm saying? I refused. Like, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna disrespect nobody. Every and I like I used to have hand problems. I used to hit broads and all that, but I had to stop that because that wasn't a way to go. But if nobody ever never pulled me up and see a homie, what are you doing? You know what I'm saying? How you gonna right. beat up on somebody you love? But nobody never took the time out. My godfather took the time out to tell me these things. But if he never took the time out to do that, I would still be doing that dumb shit. Indeed. So that's why I take time out. You know, I take the time out now to show these kids, yo, that's not the route to go. These niggas is telling on each other. They don't care about you. It's like when I was coming up, it was like a like a like a hood, like family. Everybody was getting money. It was like now it's like crabs in a basket. You know, everybody's just trying to pull each other down. Like, come on, I can't do that, man. It ain't it ain't that much money out here like this. So if any the right people were listening to this, listen, I'm trying to do a movie. I'm trying to sell a million copies of my book. But I need a movie deal. I'm you know, I'm trying to do get a movie deal so I can shine a light on the truth. I know about the 80s, the 70s, the 80s. The 90s, the 2000s, I've been there, front line. All my shit is facts. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to give it to you real. All I need is the opportunity. Give me a shot. Let me right. do a Netflix movie. I know all of, I got good writers. I got good all of that. All I need is the opportunity. That's it. But that's why I wrote the book, so I could put facts, the uh, the facts on the paper, because once it's on paper, that's it. It ain't coming off. Right. No, I got you. I got you. 
No, that's, that's good. I know that that's that's deep right there. And I think like a lot of people can um you know relate to a lot of the stories that's in the book. You know, it's just not like I was reading the uh first uh four chapters and the book it to me it gave me like more of a light, like like when you hear a person like damn, he he a millionaire, he made millions, you automatically think like, was he born with a silver spoon? Right. You know what I'm saying? Was it um the glitz and glam? Did it did it come from the start? So, right. you know, and in the opening of the book, I see how you expressed how, you know, the um, different trials and tribulations you had coming up and, you know, how one you, shit, your back been against the wall since you was born. You know what I mean? And um, right. these the harsh realities that go on in America, you know, and around the world, if you want to say it, you know, but, um, you know, speaking on, you know, we we here in America, you speaking on the Harlem legend. And um, this is definitely a story of a making of a legend. And um, y'all definitely need to go pick that up, man. For real, for real. And you said it's dropping in June? June. It'll be ready, yeah. It'll be Amazon. It'll be on and all the information. I'm, I'm going to put it out. But it'll definitely be out in June. June, it'll be ready to go. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. And is there anything you want to leave the, um, the people with? Like, um... Like far as like, you know, um, how can I say it? when like when it comes to energy, like the energy that people was putting out when they hear these stories and, you know, some of these stories, like things like when you was talking about the story um on the last interview and people didn't like what you said, <laughs> you know, but it's still your truth. Like, how do you right. feel, like what what do you like? What, do you have anything? That's to say all about I can that? go. Yeah, that's all I can go by is my truth. Everybody got a story. This is my story. Who the fuck is you to tell me how my story should have went? If you feel that you want to direct my story in a different direction, give me five million and I tell the story the way you want to be told. Mm -hmm. But until then, I'm going to tell my truth. Right. You know what I'm saying? I don't work for nobody. I don't know. I don't owe nobody nothing. Right. You know what I'm saying? If the only way I was brought up, then keep it real. That's it. The truth will set you free. Because the, the day the day in life, everybody can fact check. Mm -hmm. Yo, that story, homie, tell me, is that the truth? Now, if they say it's not the truth, I can pick up the phone and call motherfuckers that was there. Right. Now, we can get all that straight now. So anytime a motherfucker say, yo, yo well, that ain't happened with Sam, yo. Well, that ain't happened. We still got people that's living, that's behind the scenes, though, that don't do the social media or nothing. But they gonna answer the phone for me. So anytime they want to debate, they can put up some money, and we can straighten all that out. Right. No, I got That's you. All. You know what I'm saying? Because I usually, you know what I'm saying. I'm like, like I don't do interviews. I don't like doing interviews because it's and no, I'm not getting paid. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So it's not like what am I doing it for? But I have to do it to let people know. Yo, like the younger the, the younger kids, yo, a lot of that shit they doing, a lot of it is not, that's not the road to go down, B. Right. It's not the road. It's not the road. Because I'm saying, when, see, people know don't know, when you get locked up, everybody that loves you get locked up too. Right. You know what I'm saying? They doing that time with you because they love you. You know what I'm saying? So I, I, I got tired of taking my family through that. You know what I'm saying? Then I want to be a role model for my kids now. 
and I want to show them that yo, you can get the same energy that I put in through the streets. I want to put the same energy in writing books and doing movies and doing that. Because a hustle is a hustle. It doesn't matter. Right. True. Indeed. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, like now, all I want to know is the rules and what, and you know, how to play the game. See, people know how to play the game, but I want to learn how to play the game. So, it's a difference. And all I need is the opportunity. That's all mm-hmm. I need. That's it. You know, just open the door for me. That's it. That's all. No, absolutely. Let me let me ask you a question before we get up out of here. Um, we're gonna end it with this one right here. Um, and this one is tough. Not even just three years ago, right? Um, did someone try to kidnap you? Yeah. Can you tell that story? Yeah. Um, I was coming out of a spot named Lorraine's in Harlem, and um, it was it was a February night. It was cold. I was I was trying to get my bins. So you know, the, they had a double parked car right next to my car. And I had to slide in like in the middle of the cars. So when I slid in, the fucking the side of the van door opened and all I saw was a gun. Mm-hmm. So I thought it was the police at first. You know what I'm saying? I thought it was the police. But when I realized it wasn't the police, oh no. Y'all niggas gotta kill me. So I saw, it was three of them. I saw fighting all of them, you know, tussling, fighting. Niggas, they couldn't even move. Get out of here. Whatever you're going to do, kill me. Because you ain't, I'm not getting in no van. I'm not doing none of that. I'm not, and you don't want me sticking no broomsticks up my ass and cut me all in the face. And nah, 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 you ain't going to do that. So anyway, my man, um, Chew, 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 Chew. He ran up on it and helped me. You know, some people know him as George. Some people know him as Choo Choo. Some people know him as Sixco. But he was the only one. He, he he saw the tussle and heard it. And he ran. He pulled out his joint. And he was running towards them. They saw him coming. They jumped back in the van and pulled off. But mm. to come to find out, you know, let me, let me explain something to y'all. The real motherfuckers is starting to get money or get money is always somebody close to you mm. that sets you up. It's always you don't have to worry about the nigga across the street. You got to worry about the nigga walking side by side with you because he know everything. So take it from me. It's always somebody close to you. When anything like that happened, like I told my homeboy when he came upstate, I said, anything missing out your cell, see the porter. Because he knows what's going on. Because the porter knows everything, who's robbing, who's sneak thieving, they know everything. And anytime you get robbed or set up, like, that's not coincidence. Mm-hmm. It's always somebody that's close to you. Always a hater. If you do the history of all that, even with AZ, it was his brother-in-law. Even with motherfucking Donnell, it was his uncle. You know what I'm saying? It's always somebody's close to you. Right. So don't look all the way down the block and look close. Because usually you're going to find your answer. And I know who did it. It's a nigga that was close to me. You know what I'm saying? But he don't know that I know. But if you're watching this motherfucker, you, you already know. So he know. He know I know. Right. 
But he don't know I know it's him, but I know. But that's what happened. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't hide that. I don't because when you're a part of the game, that's a part of the game. But I'm willing to die for mine. You know what I'm saying? That's what they fail to realize. I'm not, I'm not calling my wife. I'm not doing nothing. Yo, go get the money with me. Listen, babe, if the motherfucker call you, call the police, man. Don't get them motherfuckers nothing. Right. And that's what I live by. Mm -hmm. Kill me. And you still ain't going to get nothing. All you do is get in the practice that you kill somebody. Okay, you still ain't getting nothing. Now you got a body. Now you're going to do 30 years, 40 years for a body, and you ain't get a dime. Absolutely. Got so you. That's, that's the truth I live by. We got your manager, uh, Baby Bob. Uh, Baby Bob, what's going on, fam? What's going on, fam? Can you, oh, you got us on repeat. Hey, repeat. Hey, hey, what's um, yeah, what's going on? You got to turn the other one down. You got to turn the other one yeah, down. Yeah, you got to turn the other one down. Stop going to Hollywood on us, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yo. Yeah, what's going on, baby Bob? How you feel, man? Bless, bless. Shout out, shout out, Death Club Sages TV. What's happening with y'all, man? What's going on, man? I had a couple of questions I wanted to ask you before um I ended this interview. Um, when it came to Kevin Childs, like Kevin Childs, he had a, a, a situation, and um, you know, Sammy O had spoke on it, and um, you seen uh, who's that Oz from Dun Diva. He had a lot to say about you as well. Like, um, did you have any response to anything that he had to say? Yeah, I spoke to the Joker. Oh, you did end up speaking to him? I spoke to him, you know. He uh, went on uh, Up for the Bait TV, mm -hmm. said what he said, you know what I mean? And I rebuttaled, you know what I mean? And uh, he know what it is, you know what I'm saying? He reached out for peace, somebody want to get money and all that. You know what I mean? We two different Jokers, you know what I'm saying? So I ain't really, you know what I mean? We're not the same kind, so, you know what I mean? I had to put them on the back burner. Absolutely, absolutely. And, like, um, with, like, the movement, like, far as um, you being uh, Sammy's old manager and, um, you know, the book is coming out, like, what what other endeavors are you guys planning? Like, um, what, do we, what do you have uh, coming out? Yeah, shout out on to On the Sammy manager o. side. Uh, we got, uh, of course, the book coming out in June, mm -hmm. you know, making up a Harlem legend. And we have the screenplay, shout out to Gab, uh, Deja Vu Films, you know. And uh, we got the merch coming out. Of course, we still doing the give backs. But you with the man himself, man. We got a lot going on just that fast, you know. Right. We've we been here. We've just been in the shadows, man. You understand me? We are the game, man. We are the game. You know what I'm saying? You do the history. You know what I mean? But far as the, the guys do, he, I mean, he's not really relevant. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because he's supposed to go on. The beat one three nine when he was supposed to go in there, Kev Child's called. You understand? And told him, listen, man, I don't want you representing me. Ask eyes that. That's a fact. That's a fact. That's a fact. Wow. You understand? He's speaking up for Kev. Kev don't want him speaking for him. You understand what I'm saying? So yeah. we're two different Sammy old boss and I'm a boss. We just happen to be related. You understand? Mm. That eyes dude is, is, is counterfeiting me. You know what I mean? It's just that simple. Absolutely. You got you, got you. So um is it anywhere deja vu de Go ahead. Deja vu TV is deja vu films is my we got I got a project coming out when she's gonna do my movie. She's my, my ghostwriter. I'm gonna put it out there. She's my ghostwriter. 
But I'm talking about me. This lady got so much energy, and she put my story as I told it. But she formatted it for me in the perfect way, like I told it to her. And 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 we're going to do the movie after this. Deja Vu Films. Deb, 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 Deb Sexy. Yo, the best. You could Google her. She got a, a movie out now called Chain, you know, and she did um, uh, Chain, and she coming out with um, a pocket full of games. Her gotcha. movie's already on Amazon Prime and all that. Check it out. The, the woman is incredible. Get what it, look at her, support her, because she's supporting me, because uh, she's amazing, and I got I got her, and I got my cousin, my first cousin, baby Bob. And I can't lose, so I'm right. Here. And uh, will will your book uh, on Samuel? Will your book come out on um? Will it come out on audio book format? You reading it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a, I'm gonna get to that. Yeah, I'm gonna get to that. But I'm gonna put the hard cover out first, and then mm-hmm. I'll get to that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I just want to get the hard cover, get get it rolling. Then I'm gonna go to that. I'm going to the studio and do it. Yeah, absolutely, absolutely. Oh, I appreciate uh both of y'all touching bases with us, man. Blessing our platform. Uh it's been definitely a pleasure, man, an honor to um get this story direct, you know, uh real live and direct. Um, this is history, history in the making. Um, definitely y'all go check out, man. Uh uh making of a legend. You feel me, Sammy Yo. Anything you want to leave the people with? You good? Yep, get the people what they want. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Salute. Bob. 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 Yo, Deptino Chasing TV, man. Keep doing what you're doing, cuz. What's going on, tell, man? I see the truth. Tell them about the giveaways you be doing back, and man. all that. We, we need to show them that big ass that, house, man. man. But I ain't going to the bucket. Huh? <laughs> what he say? He said you need to show him that big ass house, but he ain't gonna talk about it. <laughs> yeah, we got a lot yeah. going on, man. Yeah. You know I mean? He said, "Tell him about Baby Bob." He He's said, "He's a legend." Uh, he said about the um giveaways you be giving back. The giveaways. Oh, absolutely, absolutely. We always giving away. He, he want to give away. <laughs> man. That's one thing about him, man. He has a big heart, man. You know, yeah. So a lot of things when it comes to the merch, I can't leave merch with him because they give it to everybody. Mm. You know, <laughs> yo, give it to this person, right? That yo, go there. What's going? On? This block. Let's give it out, man. He's hauling, man. You know, he's hauling like his house. You know what I'm saying? So you know, it's like I looked up to him, right? My uncles and cousins in that era. So you know, a lot of people call it the Alpo era in the Bronx. We call it the Boy George era. You might want to call it the rooftop era, you know, and um, you know these guys, you know, put in pain, man, on, and not in a negative way. They gave a sacrifice. They opened the doors, you know, for for a time period where we didn't have no choice, man. You know, I come from that mother on drugs, father in prison. I never seen my mother and father together a day in my life, only in one picture. You know what I mean? So right. coming from those environments, Harlem in the '60s and the '70s, we didn't even get to the '80s. You know what I mean? So these guys had to make a choice. Or we might, we might not have the fashion and all the things that we had. You know what I'm saying? And he's being humble. Shout out to SNS Club. You understand? Shout out to the Rooftop. Shout out to Willie Burgers, man. Shout out to Sammy O. Shout out to my family. 
So, you know what I mean? We be back because you, you got to ask them about that SNS club. You know what I'm saying? And that roots. We gonna yeah, shout out, shout out to Willie Burgers. Going, but it's going to book. Shout out to Willie Burgers, man. Willie, you know, Willie Willie was a great man, B, and I you know he had me under his wing. You know what I'm saying? A lot of people were trying to take credit for Willie. Willie let a lot of motherfuckers eat, B, and he was a solid assassin. You know what I'm saying? Right. And he always gave back to the community. I know for a fact how many people Willie buried. Everybody that died, they used to come to Willie. My mother died. My aunt died. This one, I don't have no money to bury. Willie used to bury these people. You know, that's the kind of man he was. And I got locked up, and then you know I was. It took me a minute to get out of jail because the bell. And Willie was like, "Go get my boy," and he put up the money to come get me. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was just there for me, man. But he he ate he ate stupidity, and he'll tell you in a minute, boy, what the fuck is you doing? And he used to tell me, "Yo, you never should do a you should never do a crime because you look like a fucking criminal." <laughs> right, so he, like shit like that. Like said, I see your papa. Why, when I walk through the airport, they always right. pulling me in the room. He said, "Nigga, because you look like a criminal with those sneaky ass eyes." But this is the type of report me and Willie had. I mean, this is the type of he pulled you. You know what I'm saying? So, oh, absolutely. You hear me, Chuck? Yeah, I hear you absolutely. No, yeah, shout him out, man. You hear me? Yep, I can hear you. Hello. Yeah. Hello? It's, it's death for the cloud chaser TV, man. You we back me? up in this thing. Yes, sir. We can hear you. Yo. Loud and direct. Hey, Bob, you hear me? Yeah. You? I can Yo. hear you. I can... You hear me? Yeah. I hear you. Yeah, I hear you. This your first Yo, you time. Yeah. What was that? Is there any question? Any more questions you got for me? Um, I'm just looking right now. Y'all got any questions out there, man? That y'all want to ask? Um, any more questions? Any more questions? No, sir. Any more questions? No, I'm trying to see right now if we got any more. No, come. No, you good? You good? You got any questions? No, you good? Questions? You good? Okay. Yeah, you good. It was a pleasure. I, I appreciate. It. I, it was a okay. It was a pleasure being on your show. When the book come back, I hope you invite me back. You know what I'm saying? So Absolutely. When the book come out, but I, you know, it was a pleasure. Um, thank you for having me. Man, I appreciate you coming on. Man, I definitely gotta um get the copy and uh read the rest of that. Like I said, I read the first four chapters and. Man, it is dope, man. It's definitely um uh, it's there. Right, you feel family? me? Yeah, salute, fam. So y'all get in the comments, man. Y'all let us know what's happening, man. Um y'all heard it from Samuel himself. You know, I think it's a dope story. I think that we shed light to a lot of um different things when it came to his story and even just him, him, like the last interview he did, like he said in the beginning, on you know, I believe he said in the beginning, but that was his first time on social media. Was that first video you seen on Beat One Three Nine, and uh, from there, he ended up 
you know, getting a lot of different people coming like, oh, you know, of course, you had Kevin Childs, people from Dun Diva saying what they said. And, um, you know, today we addressed a few of them things. So I appreciate him from stopping in, man, letting us get the um the story and get it out to the people so y'all can hear it. And you dig? Yeah, man. The phone lines, the phone lines is Po Mafia. Salute, family. I appreciate you, Mo. Salute, Bulizgati, Kashanda. I appreciate you, Mo. Mo, what's happening? Left rack in the building. I see you, King T, Queen of Attraction, Jeremiah Johnson, One Main TV. Man, I appreciate y'all stepping in, man. Showing love, man. Salute, um, baby Bob. Um, salute, man. Samuel, man. Appreciate y'all, man. It's definitely the Cloud Chaser TV, man. We back up in this thing again. You dig? Yeah, man. When that book drop, it's gonna be one, right? Can't wait for that book. Facts. Let's get it. 